0: Welcome to Four Feckless Friends. We're here today to talk about stuff guys do in their lives because we're guys and we have lives. My name is Vinny. I'm one of the Four Feckless Friends. I'm a beer salesman in Michigan, and I like to grow wheat, do psychedelic drugs, and get pulled around on my bike
1: by my dog. Let me introduce you to Rudy. Hello, everyone. My name is Rudy. Um, I sell bread for a living, and I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. A family of four and well I guess a family of five and, you, and you include my husky and in my spare time when I'm Especially not a working cat too. I am participating in my second job which is also includes raising kids so I have two jobs at this point
2: This is Ben, I'm a banker in Minneapolis, Minnesota uh, married with a son and a bad dog
0: Well i to keep being bad if you keep telling that. <laughs> <laughs> start telling your kid that. You know, oh, that, that, oh, that definitely happened too. Have bad, bad child. <laughs> well, speaking of children, I think we should switch it up this week a little bit, and I would love, to, even though I can't necessarily. Participate in this much because I have no children. Um, I'd like to hear about something you guys have learned from your kids in the last month. Is there anything that you've or learned about your kids or learned about yourself from your interactions with your kids?
1: Or I just guess a I would. Good story about poop. Whatever. I would say that I am learning that I am going to have a handful <laughs> in like ten years because my daughter is. Just insane. I mean, she is.
3: <laughs> so
1: we bought her like, um, like a lot of kids, you know, have like these, um, these kitchenettes. You know, these like fake kitchen things with like all the little slices of bread or whatever. Like you know, you can pretend to like cook in the kitchen and do dishes. So she's got this like refrigerator, and she has started to like hide things in the refrigerator things that she knows like she shouldn't even have in the first place. So like she went through um, my wife's purse and grabbed the gum in her purse and ran and put it in the refrigerator in her little kitchen play thing. And so my wife's like, oh, where's the gum? Like, I got like, so weird. I just bought like a group pack of gum. I'm like, I don't know. And then mm-hmm. the other day, like I bought some stuff from the grocery store, came home. Well, I mean, for me, like it's grabbing stuff because Bridget and I never have time to, like, actually think about, like, what we're supposed to make for dinner, but yet, like, we're attempting to try to make something that's slightly nutritious for them so that they can, you know, get vitamins and whatnot. So a lot of, most of the time, I'm on my way to the grocery store picking up a couple things for that specific night before I grab them and then, like, rustle across St. Paul to, like, get the dog from Doggy Daycare, then go home, try to make dinner, and, like, get them food as quickly as possible. Cause if you do not feed them within like 25 minutes of walking in that door, you're setting yourself up for just like pure chaos. Um, so like I get I get home and I'm like, wait a minute, where's like, I just bought pasta. Where'd it go? Like this doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm looking like through the bags and then I, I went back into, outside into my car to look for the pasta, like thinking it had fallen out and it was gone too. Like, this is so weird. And then something, like, in the back of my head clicked, and I went into their playroom, opened up um, her kitchenette, and she had put, she had grabbed the pasta out of the bag and put it in her little hiding spot that she has, essentially, because she was saving it for, like, a later time, because she wanted to do use it or eat it or whatever, who knows what was going on in her monkey brain of hers, but it's just like, wow, this is crazy, like, she is really putting, like, two and two together at this point, and... Like, like, there's, like, forethought and planning into what she's doing and she's only three years old. That's very scary. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to do what parents
3: probably hate and be the non-parent who relates stories about kids to their dogs. Because we have. <laughs> But going to do it anyway because I think we're all just animals.
0: Um, but, um, uh, you know, look at, like, when she does stuff like that it's when she wants attention from us she'll go and grab things she knows she's not supposed to have which is normally like receipts and pieces of paper and chew on it in another room but only if we're watching it's only because <laughs> she knows that we will see it and she's like looking over her shoulder waiting for us to come in and it's not it, 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 she would never do it if we were not home
1: it's only because we're there and we're not getting enough attention to her Ridiculous. No, my um my sister just had a job interview, so she has two dogs. My sister has two dogs, a lizard, a bird, and a cat and a turtle at this point, which what? is kinda ridiculous. Yeah, she's going over the deep end. Um but yeah she, uh, she had a job interview on Friday and she gets home and somehow, within the span of like, say 10 minutes, the dog had chewed up um, the lady who she interviewed with had given her her business card, which had all her contact information <laughs> on it. The dog uh, 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 had uh, uh, somehow gotten into her homework and chewed that very card into bits, basically. which I just started laughing. Maybe it's a sign, I don't know. <laughs>
2: So does the hiding the pasta mean that she wants pasta or didn't want pasta?
1: <laughs> she wanted it for herself, for herself, but she wanted it at a later date. Gotcha. You know, like yep. she she wanted it for herself. Like she was keeping it for her. Like she didn't want to share it with anyone. She didn't want it that specific day, but she was going to hold on to it because it was going to be hers and she was gonna choose when she was gonna eat the pasta. Yeah. Not not me, I, I was saying it was pasta tonight. It's like, no, she's choosing when she wants the pasta. It's like, that sounds lovely. oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be insane. It's gonna absolutely be a tough adolescent uh, period for us here, I can already see it. Whereas like, my son, um, we're already joking, um, I don't know if you guys remember the movie Zoolander? Um, yeah, that's that's basically his personality. I've been calling him Blue Steel for like the last couple of weeks, but it's just kind of like aloof, smiles and it's like, yeah, everything's great. It's like, all right, this, I, we almost need that to balance out um, the tenacity of my uh, daughter at this point. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I she didn't any macaroni art at school. Are, are you sure she wasn't saving it for art supplies and <laughs> art sweat? No, we so you you learn real quick with especially with two that it's it's not enough to buy one gift or one craft project you have to buy two. So I was looking on Amazon, I'm like, Oh, this would be cool. You know, this really nice like stamp collection where it's like twenty four different stamps and it comes with this really awesome multicolor stamp pad and we have a bunch of like construction paper and stuff lying around. So I bought that it came, I opened it up, made a big deal of it. They were super excited. And within four minutes, they were fighting over who gets to hold the stamp pad. I'm like, fuck, I should have bought two stamps, two stamp pads, because oh, they put they yeah. that as an option. I'm like, no, that's fine, well, I only need one. I, why, why do I need two? And that was the learning lessons. Like, now I, I know like, or anything that I get, like, you have to get two, basically, because the whole thing, like, fell apart in, like, five minutes. Like, this <laughs> big, grandiose plan of, like, them just playing with the stamps
2: and the stamp pads and, you know, going to town and me just sitting back and relaxing for a minute did not happen <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, you'd have been better off if you'd done nothing.
1: Only having one stamp pad. Yeah,
2: stamp, wax, stamp
1: so, maybe I'm just a horrible parent. I don't know. But, like, it was, it was funny. So, um, the lady, so we brought the kids, dropped them off at of daycare, and the gal was like, Hey, um, just want to let you know, like, you know, uh, Elliot is on a diaper. He's been on a diapers for probably the last couple of days. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I keep trying to get these diapers. They're sitting on my kitchen table right now. And she's like, Oh, don't worry about it. No big deal. I'm like, no, I, like totally failed. She's like, no, no you, 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 ne- you don't, you don't, fail. you're not failing. I'm like, no, I fail like every day. As well. She just like looked at me. He's like, really? Like, you have no idea. Like, if you don't have kids, especially, and I'm, I'm not saying like we have it hard or anything, but it's just you know, two working, two full time workers and two kids. I mean, two, one plus one equals three for sure. It, it's just a different, especially when they're so close in age too you know, it's just kind of a pain in the ass. And I'm like, yeah, I feel every day. She gave me like the weirdest like the year. She's like, yeah, you are crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I know it. right now I am.
0: <laughs> you know, I heard a thing about, this isn't the same, but it was about like, um, being mad at yourself because you're lazy. And it was like, yeah, you, know, you really shouldn't get mad at yourself because you're lazy. Laziness is, is, it, is really a conservation of energy. You know, you're saving energy for something else like biologically or whatever, evolutionarily. Not only that, it's not just like a human trait, but it's a law of physics. Conservation of energy, man, electricity goes through the path of least resistance. Water rolls downhill in the way of least resistance. Everything happens in the way of least resistance, right? So instead of being mad at ourselves being lazy, we need to set it up so that the things we want to do are easier. Right. Mm-hmm. And make the the big things into smaller, easier steps. And that does not relate to your situation directly, but I think that there is a another analogy that we could twist to it if
1: we really if we really tried too hard. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I think I'm like I'm at the peak right now, basically of like all the hard work that we've put in over the last like three years is like gonna start to kinda even out or just get a little bit easier. You know, the diapers, The now that they're playing together a little bit more, excuse me, um, it's starting to snowball to, to, to the point where like, they are now like, they don't need us as much, which is, you know, okay at this point for them to like play and engage on their own so that I can do the dishes or do the laundry. Because before I was, Had one of them like strapped to my chest while I was doing dishes for forty five minutes, and that was a pain in the ass. And now they can like go and entertain each other, and also have fun and explore and learn at the same time, while I can just do the dishes and
0: zone out on podcasts or something else. So it'd be beneficial for both parties. Pretty soon, all they're going to need from you is a (laughs) twenty spot, man. Just (laughs) Just (laughs) Just
1: (laughs) Just go. Well, it's funny because I was. I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers, and his daughter. Um, like he, this was a guy who is actually very similar lines, where um, he was in like a death metal band for a while, like back in the early '90s, and um, they were really big in uh, what was it? Uh, in Russia. Actually, they had like a number one selling album in Russia, and they were gonna go and um, like. Just, just go all in, basically, commit, and just go to Russia and r- see basically where it, you know, led. Because they they weren't getting anything really here, but for whatever reason, like the Russian audience had like really picked up, and they were a big deal. So he was all in. He was committed he's a bassist, um, but at that time, basically everyone else in the band just decided like not to commit. So it, it just kind of petered out. Um, so he ended up. Taking on a job with uh, Bimbo Bakeries and delivering bread for, he's been doing that for like the last 17 years. But, um, so he's kind of, you know, he's put in the hard work. He's raised his kids. Uh, one of his daughters just entered, uh, North Dakota State for like an engineering program or like aviation engineer or something like, like, yeah, crazy, they're really big crazy in, program. Uh, aviation stuff up there. UND. Yeah, it's like, um, so he was like he's just like beaming you know just as happy as could be and he got a call from her um after i think it was like after one semester she is moving back home and she's getting married and he is just like <laughs> oh he's like he's like i don't even know what to do man like i don't know I just, it's just like i had this plan for her. granted it was a little bit more my plan maybe but you know she she was intelligent enough and, and she this is something she chose that kind of thing. And I was just going to sit back and, you know, cause he, you know, obviously taking that alternative path, you, you have to work a little bit harder sometimes to get to where you want to go. So for his kids, he was, you know, basically paid the price so that They could have a little bit easier. And now after six months of like going to this, into this program, she's essentially coming back and getting married and is marrying, um, kid who's like 19 and he's like a real estate agent or something like that and hes it was just interesting because he's like I you know right at this point like I just had to bite my tongue because um you know I want to see her at Christmas or I want to see her over the holidays you know I don't want to like push her away at this point because I know that could easily happen so all I can do even though I had this like grandiose plan is to like simply say, okay, that's great. You know, good luck and all that. And I'm just like, holy smokes. Like I'm sitting here just trying to like wrangle these kids and like put a diaper on one of them or prevent them from killing themselves. And, you know, he's like in the, the next, you know the next a couple stages down where it's like, all you can do is just say, okay, good luck. You know, it's like, well, it was kind of interesting to kind of take a peek into the future. Of, like, you know, this whole kid Thing and work and lie because ultimately you want the best for them. But I guess ultimately too, you just there's nothing you can do. You just gotta crush your fingers and hope they turn out okay. Yeah,
0: that's my my when I when I think, think about how many years my parents must have been worried and or disappointed and or just infuriated at the decisions that I was
3: making (laughs) and it's unbelievable
0: that they didn't do that you know or like it didn't turn out worse
2: you know sure now they're really proud of me we all got we all got to a good place (laughs) it just took us different paths and starts and stops but So I tell, uh... No, that's always my biggest fear is
0: having a kid that's, like, a fucking murderer or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, some kid that's just, like, bad. Just social so bad. Like stuff, Not even, like, worse than bad things happening to them is a the kid that does bad things to other people. Yeah, and exactly. I know people will look at me like, I'm like, dude, you're, like, a good person. Why would your kid do that? It's like, I don't know. Just <laughs> just worry about it. <laughs> or
1: just oh, yeah. get that's also yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely a possibility. Um, no, it's, you you notice some of that stuff too, especially like having like a young girl and a young boy. Like when Fran was because Elliot's about to turn two, when she was two, you know, she wanted to like play with her dolls or create a story in her head and start talking to herself and, you know, imaginary stuff. With Elliot, he's like pushing things or pulling things or like flipping things over or, like, taking a box that he knows there's a bunch of stuff in there and opening that box and just dumping it on the ground for pure, like, just because he knows he's making a mess and he's going to laugh about it as he watches you pick it all up. But now he's starting to hit a lot more. It's like, oh, this is weird. This is different. Because with Fran, there's no there's no aggression. I mean, she's, like, got some evil will inside her for sure, but there's no, like, outward aggression. Whereas, like, Allie, like, if he doesn't get his way and it, like where Fran would throw a fit and just start bawling and say like, I hate you and you're the worst, Elliot, like he'll start crying and then he'll like, you can see, he like it's almost um, like the Hulk, like Incredible Hulk, he like looks at his fist and he like starts to curl <laughs> him up and like his, his eyes get wide <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, this is insane, absolutely insane.
0: So unless someone has it jumping off from there, I've got a question for you both about children and
2: violence. Um, I'll tell one quick story, and then I can dovetail into that, too, I guess. Go. Yeah. Um, so this was I was putting Harris to bed, um, I don't know, sometime this week. So I was laying in bed with him. <clears throat> and we got this uh, Rapunzel doll from Tangle that he likes to sleep with. So he was telling me, so then he proceeded to... So he likes the doll, he watched the movie, like, rented it on DVR a couple times, um, and then, like, we'd done it twice, so it's like, okay, it's like $3 a piece, it's like, okay, I'll just buy it for 20 bucks. we're going to watch it all the time. Sure. So as soon as I bought it, he now refuses to watch it, so I just dropped, like, 20 bucks in the movie that he now refuses to watch. So that was cool, but then, um, so then, but basically, he's seen the movie, so we are just laying there, he basically described all the characters, and then just told me the whole story, and the entire plot of the movie, and I was like, oh, okay, you just... Told me the plot of the movie, and then one of the characters is this lizard, like a gecko or whatever. And she's like, "Daddy, what do what do lizard what do lizards eat?" And I was like, "Well, they eat insects." And he's like, "Oh, she's like, what do insects eat?" And I was like, they "Like grass and stuff." He's like, "Huh?" I was like, "Well, I thought cows eat grass." And I was like, "Cows oh, also eat grass." He's like, "Yeah, and cows make milk for us." And I was like, "Yeah, they do. They're very nice like that." And he goes, "So cows turn grass into milk?" And I was like, "They do. I guess <laughs> I've never thought about it quite that way, but yes, cows turn grass into milk." So that was a critical thinking thing that was I thought was kind of cool, and also a way to a simplistic way to think about uh, how life works. I guess I don't know. It was kind of I thought it was neat.
0: That's really cool. That you got a little scientist <laughs> on
3: hand, like, man. I love that shit, dude. Like it's those simple
0: questions, like and because people like you said you didn't think about that about the cow turning grass into the milk. You know, like, um, I was just talking with someone at a tasting today in a grocery store, and she, like, didn't know anything about beer. She worked in the cheese department. She was an employee, and, like, she was asking about our hoppy refresher, which is a dry hopped water with no alcohol in it, and she was, like, kind of wondering, like, oh, well, don't, is the hops going to beer? Like, don't they make alcohol? And I explained to her, no, that's not how alcohol is made. It's like a flavoring kind of, you know, the plant that flavors it. And then she was like, oh, oh, okay, well then, and I was like, well, the alcohol comes from the grains and whatever, and I was like, and then she's like, oh, well, I don't like this, but what is it that like, the flavors in this that I like? Cause this is hot water and I don't like pop." hop. And I explained to her, well, it's like, it's like cheese. If someone says there's a funky cheese, well, that could be a blue cheese to them, that could be a Stilton cheese, or that could mean like a Lindenburger. Funky doesn't mean just one thing, there's all kinds of different hoppy flavors. And she's like, oh, that's so fun cool. And I told her, well, you know, we're both just servants to fungus. fungus. Here we like, go again.
3: You- <laughs> it's a fungus.
2: Everything, every conversation so, gets back to fungus. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I literally can't stop talking about it. It's a problem. Um, and uh, and uh, and she's like, what? I'm like, well, you know, yeast is a fungus, and so is, and cheese is made by fungus as well. She goes, Oh no way! I never thought about that. That's really cool, and that's what I did. That was good for someone
1: today. <laughs> <laughs> she's joining the cults at this point. Yeah, she's she's living, living in your basement right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turned into a mushroom. <laughs> oh, um, so have you have you gotten? Do you think you'll? Find ways to encourage that line of thinking, Ben? Or have you already? Or
2: uh, I mean, he asks lots of why questions. Basically, any statement of fact you make, you know, <clears throat> there's always a why follow-up question. So you can kind of go down this path for a little bit to get to the point where it's like some sort of existential question. It's like, I don't really because. know, man. <laughs> it's like, you know, you get to the just because, I guess, it's <clears> that But it is, I mean, or certainly... Or I don't know. Or, yeah, we certainly... I certainly entertain. I'll try to answer, you know, the, the why questions as well as I can.
0: Have you had to look anything up?
2: Um, it's not that technical, I guess. Yet. Yet. <laughs> that, yeah, you're right. Once you get to the point, of do some research recording together. Them. Or writing
1: them down. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Journaling. You
1: no, know, like, uh, Francis has been, uh, she's become obsessed with death.
2: Jesus
3: Christ. Oh,
1: oh yeah. No, it's no joke, dude. Um, so, I mean, she's obviously overheard, like, you know, Bridget and her sister talk about, um, like, their mother passing. So, I mean, she is – she's a sponge, and I'm sure Harris is, too. Like, they're just soaking up every, oh. anything you say. Like, even though yes. they're not talking, like, they're just soaking it up. You know, they're storing those little things for later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like – Fran has done the same thing. So now it's even to the point where, so there's a, a song, it's called, um, the artist is uh, Peggy March, and it's called I Will Follow Him. Famous song from like back in the 50s or something. Fran was obsessed with it to the point where I would, if she was in the car with me, I would have to play that song or else there would just be like tears and screaming. Now, now Ali is obsessed with that song so whenever I pick him up from Baker, he wants that song and if it's not that song it's going to be um, purely just screaming and kicking in the whole way and I just cannot drive that way because I've been doing it for several years and I will at one point that car will get into a ditch or a center medium on, pur- um, on purpose? so, yeah, exactly. so I, I try like I somehow just tried to get it to like switch to something else, just like get a little variation, because uh, I, I really did actually like the song uh, I Will Follow Him by Peggy March, but after listening to it like a thousand times, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so I um, switched to uh, Sam Cooke, and I'm like, oh, this nice. is you know, I, I tried to build it up, I'm like, oh, he's so great, this is so new, and I thought, I, whatever, I can't remember what I said at the time, but and the first question that Fran asked me is, um, did Sam Cook die? <laughs> and <laughs>
3: I'm
1: like, well, yes, he did. He Donnie was is, murdered. He, and there's a yeah, death. he was. Can yeah, I know. I actually, funny thing, <laughs> is I just watched that as well. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yes, he did die. And she's, you know, like, who killed him? Or, or you know, how did he die? I'm like, oh, well, he was killed. And she's like, well, who killed him? And it's like, you know, the questions continue to snowball after that. But she's, so now like anytime I play Sam Cooke she will because she asked me well why do I know that he died I'm like well I he, he died before I was born so I don't like know for sure but I know he's no longer living and she's like did you do you miss him I'm like well I don't know him but I like his music and I do wish he was still around so it's it's interesting she's conceptually putting some of those things together, like as far as what death really means, like as far as being here or not. But it's just like, from my perspective, it's like, it's kind of cool. It's like, hey, yeah, I mean, she's getting some of those things, but also too, it's like, you're three years old, don't worry about like death and time. <laughs> <laughs> don't obsess on that stuff. Cause she, you know, and it transfers into other things too. Is, you know, with some of the dogs and like the squirrels. Like, do the squirrels die? Yes, squirrels do die. You know, everyone dies at some point in time. You know, it's just this, this question, like, they're not, they're important, yes, and I'm sure probably more important to her, maybe at this point, but, you know, they're not critical questions that I, I really think she needs to even be focused on, but yet somehow she's, this is something that's floating around in her brain more so than other like thoughts or emotions, which is interesting, and I'm sure I, I kind of know how they got there. But I'm now my concern is how do I get them out of there or get her onto something else? Well,
0: I wonder. I mean, a lot of it, I bet, it's, it's centered around like wanting to understand how her mom is feeling, you know. But mm-hmm. like, 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 oh, why? What mom, mommy's not feeling well today. Why? Because she misses her mom, you know. And right. like. And, uh, um, I don't, uh, you can't, you can't push it out. I mean, you know, I think, yeah. I think, if you, yeah. I think that if you keep answering the questions like you are, that that'll be the best thing. Because if you, if it goes to like, hey, just don't think about that. Don't worry about that. Like that, <clears> you know, <throat> that's how the kids get. Oh, why sure. shouldn't I worry about that? You know, like, uh, that, but, um, I think it's, it's better to get some of that stuff hopefully over with a little younger, maybe, yeah. you know?
1: Oh, okay, no, I mean, we went down the rabbit hole, I mean, it, you know, because it just so happened that I had watched that documentary, <laughs> so she was like, you know, well, how did he die? Like, well, he was killed. She's then proceeded to say, you know, who killed him? I said, a lady. And her next question was, did the lady die? And I said, well, yes, she did, because she lived a long time ago, and, you know, you only live for a certain amount of time. And then it was, how did she die? And I i said she died of natural causes and she's then proceeding to say what what are natural causes i'm like well you get old and you die everyone dies at some point and then she's like well are you gonna die i'm like yes but not for a long time i mean it just like it, it continues yeah. you like it will
0: just it'll never end it's like it like yeah. like loop it's, it's so crazy but it's like wow this, you, like- yeah, she doesn't know what time in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She's a monkey.
2: <clears throat> it's daytime it's, it's morning or it's morning or it's night. Is the only time is the only time. It was light out, it's morning, it's dark at night. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. They are just little like primitive apes jumping up and down. Like if like she likes Curious George a lot, her and Elliot. And like sometimes like, oh let me see, like, you know, be like, you know, do your monkey dance, do your monkey dance. And they start jumping up and down like monkeys. They're like, oh, my gosh, they look just like <laughs> They are monkeys. We are all, we're all monkeys.
0: <laughs> so, um, Rudy, you said something that I thought uh, raised a question that I've been wondering lately. So um, I've been wondering, first, the question is going to start with, like, do you think you would let your kids play football in its current form? Um, because we all played football and it's one of these things that we all know about what's happening to football players and even in the high school levels and their brains and everything um and then i'll have you answer that but after that it's going to transition into um the nature of
1: violence that's (laughs) scary scary. in a good way right (laughs) yeah i mean at this point at this point i definitely would not let them play football. Um, you're actually seeing like a decline in football um, enrollment at a high school level in like some of the inner, uh, I don't know if it was inner city, like, I can't reference inner city or like white suburbia, but um, there are, there is like a steady decline of people like enrolling into like the high school programs and even like the junior leagues, but I definitely would not, I mean, they're saying at this point, even riding a jet ski like adds up, like it's not the, it's not the, the ones where you're Concussed or you see stars, it's actually the small little blips, the little knocks on the head that add up to like factor, like have more consequence than the, the bigger ones. Mm. So I would definitely not be, I mean, it's going to be like soccer or like swimming or track and field is what I'll definitely lead to. But some of the stuff that I was um, seeing actually said
3: that the smaller hits, and they, I mean, the, the one micro This One doctor said that even riding
1: a jet ski is like more, mm. It's just as detrimental as like baseball. All the jumping up and down, your head shaking, moving bobbing, all that stuff, it, it's just as bad. And I don't know, honestly, now, if that's, you know, on the far end of it, but like, that if your jet ski only goes Twenty miles an hour. It's, 1989. <laughs> it's a slow ride. Yeah, it's a slow ride. So I, I think we're only really starting to dig into some of that at this point too. You know, we'll probably find out a lot more uh, research on the CTE stuff. But from what I'm hearing, in the very, very narrow um, search that I've done, um, it seems like the small stuff is way worse than the, the bigger impacts. Obviously, do affect you, but. The small stuff that goes unnoticed has probably just as serious as an impact on brain.
2: That's what they talk about. You know, when you think of a concussion in football, you think about, you know, the guy running over the middle that gets absolutely, you know, lit up or whatever. But there's, you know, the long term studies, they're saying, like, the linemen have more brain problems because they're, you know, not, you know, going 100 miles an hour at each other, but, you know, banging heads, you know, every play of every game, you know, and practice. And so they're not getting, you know, the huge, you know, lights out concussions, but they're getting, you know, consistent brain injuries, you know, on basically every Mm -hmm. time they, and every play basically, more or less, just not to that same thing, kind of what you're talking about, kind of the smaller scale, but repetitive uh, brain injuries.
0: So would you let Harris play
2: football? So my thoughts on this are, um, yes. Um, The fact that playing, you know, like you and me did, playing tackle football in fourth grade is ridiculous. So my thought would be to do uh, flag football through probably eighth grade, and then do tackle football beginning in high school when your brain is you know a little bit more developed than when you're an elementary school a child or whatever. It's kind of that's 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 my general thought on it because um, the tackling is the easiest part of football to teach. I feel like I think the passing, running, catching part of it is the um, the more skill obviously part of it, and you take out all the hits for. You know, you take that out, so, you know, that'd be five years less of hits than you would take up into the normal trajectory when they started fourth grade. And Minneapolis does have a, a, I think it's co-ed through, I think, eighth grade. Even through high school, flag football, um, through the Parks and Rec. So that's, that's my general thoughts on it.
0: My thing is that it's up to someone to decide whether they sacrifice their own health. But not for children, yeah, right? And, agree. like, at eighth grade, even, like, if dad if dad really loves football and wants me to play football, well, I'm going to play football because I love my dad and I want to be a good son. Or you're in my case and your parents just fucking make you. Um, like,
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I would certainly to try to introduce them to as many sports early on. And, you know, obviously if you don't like sports, you know, don't make the kid do it because then they're going to hate it, you know. So it's kind of an overall... You know, try to find try to find something that he enjoys, and then let him you know go crazy in the thing that he enjoys, whether that's sports or not. You know, it could be something some other something else, but yeah, agreed on that point of it.
1: Well, also but too, you know, I think you they're going to gravitate. Oh, go ahead, No, go ahead, Edward. Well, I was just going to say that you know they they tend to gravitate to towards what you like, even if you don't push them in that area. At all, they're still you know. If Daddy watches football on Sundays. They're still gonna like get jacked up about football and still try to play football, whether you know we want them to or not. Like they definitely are looking at what we do and want to mimic us, regardless. I mean, so we were at but this the time they're in grade school. It'll only be poor black people that play football because they're, they're going to be the only ones whose parents let them risk their health that way. It's not that far. <laughs> it's, it's not that
2: far <laughs> yeah. from how it is right now. Well, the thing is, too, you have to ask yourself,
1: um, with the football, you know, I watched the one thing on HBO, but they were talking about, like, of all, of all the people who play high school football and get, you know, banged up or not, and then all the people who go into, say, um, you know, football at the college level, only, like, a small fraction of those people end up even, like, trying out for the NFL.
2: I mean, it's basically 1% of high school students play college and one percent of college players play the nfl Something. i mean it's 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 microscopic yeah
0: and the so, thing is I, we were good so we didn't get in much of that brain damage because we didn't we weren't allowed to play yeah we sucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if your son ends up being good he'll be exposed to way more risk yeah when you're
2: playing left out like i was yeah there wasn't that much risk <laughs> No, it's yeah, certainly something sorry. that we've had conversations about. I mean, it's certainly uh, you know but the way then, the
1: culture's you know, going. Also, you know, I could I could say that now and be like, no, we're, my son's definitely not playing football. But then, you know, God's willing, if Elliot, you know, 14 years from now, tell me, hey, like all my buddies are playing football, I want to play football. That's a part of it. what basically. am I going to do? You know, <laughs> we're going to say, no, you can't play football son because you're going to get to Be like, fuck you, dad. Like I'm going to play football. All my friends are playing football. Like, okay, son, like, I guess I'll go buy the cleats right now. Or, you know, it's that, I can say it all now, but, you know, in the context of when he's in that, um, in the high school and his, the, the group, however he's found them, are wanting to play football, you know, like, I can't say no and make him sit on the sidelines or be the water boy or something. But I'm also keeping my fingers crossed on the fact that, um, the video game industry is becoming more of a get, uh, watchable sport. You can
2: get a <laughs> you get a scholarship for esports now.
1: Which is
2: crazy. <laughs>
1: it's crazy. So crazy, it
2: is so crazy. They're on no, ESPN. i, I, the I They do have watched yeah. it. It's on ESPN. Like the mothership. No, dude, like my in prime boss's time. Son and like son on,
1: is a guy. No, like my boss. Like legit. My boss's son. Um, plays. It's a specific game where like they. It's like soccer, but you you drive a car.
2: Yep, I know what you're talking and, about.
1: Yep. Yep, yeah um, I don't know the name. But, I can't think of any other um, Yeah, I've definitely seen he that. Got, he got to the point where within the U.S., um, his team that he played with, um, he was like an extra and then he got bumped up to like a starting position on that team and then that team made a specific like finals ranking to where like that team basically got paid to go to New York for a whole week and just play this game and got everything comped because they were all sponsored by, like, Monster, Red Bull, Apple shit. They didn't make, like, the next tier, which would have been, like, in Vegas, like, playing for, like, cold hard cash. But, I mean, it, it was, I, my boss is telling me, it's like, holy shit, this is so crazy for a game that I've never even heard of, which you're playing on a computer, and it's a soccer game with cards, and this kid who is, like, 17 is, like, basically, like, Probably more
2: popular than I could have ever been at this point. Rock, rocket League, Rocket, rocket League's the name of the game. Okay, yeah, the
1: nope. little problem
0: is he won't ever touch a girl because they don't be popular <laughs> online until he can until he can fuck a portal, right? Jesus. <laughs> which I'm sure he already can't
2: end up. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the technology exists.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so, but that's an just one. That's just one of good. like a dozen games, though. Like. That's not even like the most popular game, which is the scariest part. Rudy, you said something about
0: Elliot and how Elliot is more into, like pushing and shoving through <clears throat> the hit a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of the things when I've thought about this football question before is that uh, as males, many of us, um, I don't really necessarily include myself in this camp, but like a lot of people do need a violent like, physically aggressive output, and females too, but it seems to be related to levels of testosterone. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, if if we don't give people this physical contact outlet, which I think is healthy in a lot of ways, right? You know, to be on a team and to be physically, like, touching other people as part of this, right? Um, Mm -hmm. If we put all this output in, where where, is where is it going to go? Is it going to real violence that kills people? Is it going to go into digital violence that, that like makes a bunch of fat, angry, lazy people? Sure. Is, you know, like is it going to go? In, where where does this testosterone energy go if people aren't engaging in warlike activities like football? Can it just be? Does it just have to be physical? You know, does it have to be violent combat? I don't know, but it's a question I think as a society we need to look at because. We can't—I don't think we should just um, incentivize poor people to be gladiators, which is what I think football is, truly. Right. It's incentivizing poor people to be gladiators in the ring for our amusement, and they suffer for it, um, and, and glorifying it and all that. Um, uh, and maybe that's a elitist non-sports person's attitude, but it's not, I don't know. It's fairly accurate. And, and so what do we do? What do we do with this male
1: testosterone that's good for our kids, you know, and our society? Well, I think you have to, you know, um, what I've been hearing is that a lot of the martial arts is a way that you can get some of that aggression out, but the discipline within the martial arts, and it could be like jujitsu, kung fu, or karate, any, you know, there's a lot of variations, obviously. I'm not an expert by any means, but um, from what I've heard is that within the martial arts sphere, the discipline actually you can get that aggression out, but they also teach you that it's probably better to not engage. So, you know, you can learn, you can be like a deadly fighter. Like, especially like MMA is super popular right now. And this goes back to my uh, Joe Rogan fanboy crush, but um, (laughs) (laughs) essentially- Shout out Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yeah, Joe Joe Rogan, every episode. <laughs> you know essentially what a lot of, he's had some like you know world or now like MMA fighters on the show but what a lot of them talk about is or a lot, what he's talking about too is some of the most deadly killers in the world from a, you know a martial arts perspective are actually some of the most nicest humble like even keel people they know like when they get in the ring they turn that switch on and they're going for it But outside of that, they could be, you know, antagonized or whatever, and they would never, you know, actually do something to hurt somebody because they know, like, they they know, like, their level of what they can do and they also, like, are – their confidence allows them to basically, like, somehow mitigate any type of physical encounter in, like, everyday society. So I'm kind of at – that's kind of where I am right now where – I think both my kids, I would also try to push them into some type of martial arts because it would be good to know how to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. But I, because also, too, I think it would teach them the disciplines of when to do that and when not to, you know, when to use it and when not to use it. And that's probably the most important question is, you know, when to get into an altercation or when not to. And that's something I even, for my personal life, it was like it's like before, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, if I was going to fight or you we should fight, let's do it. But now I'm almost like more on the lines of like, I probably wouldn't ever try to, you know, if I was defending myself or my family, obviously for sure. But outside of that, I probably would never, ever try to get into some type of physical altercation. I would always see like some type of, you know, nonviolence outcome if possible.
0: I think the martial arts thing is, is, is really insightful um, because one of the things that I've been talking to people a lot about, uh, unrelated to this, is about meditation and then about this app I use, Headspace, and and one of, those kind of the lines I say is like, hey, we, we go through all these different sorts of learning in our lives, but in what aspect of our lives do people teach us to live inside our own mind and to like be um, at peace with your mind and to like deal with the energies and emotions that you feel. Like that's something that you, for some reason, we need to go get mental help from people for that. Supposedly, instead of it just being like taught in schools. And I think that martial arts is not is a, is a way of teaching the mind and the body. And to my understanding, and again, I'm no fucking expert, but I've been I've been considering lately doing something like that because I, I I'm someone who has never listen to my body. I've just been like, take more drugs, get over it, you're fine. You know, I'm like, uh, keep going. And uh, her rally.
2: Yeah, and I think I, I should probably start to listen to my body. So I've been thinking about doing some kind of martial arts or something, I don't know. I always think about martial no, arts, I'm... and none of this is like, you know, um, uh, it's how it's portrayed, I guess, in movies and that kind of stuff, but they always talk about how it's, you know, for defensive purposes only, you should never, you know, attack, so it's more of a... Maybe, a, a, you know, you learn the skill itself, but then also get into the mindset that, uh, to kind of de-aggressive, I don't know, de-aggressive-size yourself? I don't know, whatever. be less aggressive, because you're, you're you
0: handle the energy of what you think of that is. Yeah. It's you channel into something that's not aggressive.
2: Because there's it. some, you know, not... There's some spiritualness, I think, to martial arts, right, where it's kind of a... Sure. Like you say, you know, you know, mind, body, soul Kind of find your chi Kind of balance, you know Inner balance, you know Combined with You know, I know some of the I uh, can't think what it's called But I know they do it like in San Francisco and stuff Like by the Golden Gate Park where Everybody gathers every morning And they kind of go through this Rhythmic thing And it's almost like a prayer service you know? you kind of, I think it was tai yeah, chi There you go, right um, And you're kind of, you know To kind of It's like a meditation You know, mi- mixed with uh, Just, you know Doing something repetitive to Kind of, you know open up your mind and think about other things while at the same time also learning, uh, you know, martial arts discipline that could be applied, I guess, if you would find yourself in a bad situation.
0: Pete, my father-in-law, and Gigi, my grandma, do both do Tai Chi. And actually, Gigi used to teach Tai Chi. (laughs) Didn't know.
2: Did not know that. (laughs)
0: That's pretty cool. I don't know anything about it, really. What was interesting? So I've been taking a supplement, lion's mane, which is the mushroom that is good for your brain or whatever. And it, it, it's I've i been taking alpha brain, dude.
1: Get that uh, MCT oil.
0: Um. Th- yeah, I'm I'm good on the, the, the lion's mane, but you know, um, maybe I'll check it out. But uh, well, now, lion's mane, I've, I've I've definitely noticed effects from it, and some of them have been that I've like better verbal recall and my thoughts and sentences seem more organized. And my mom, unsolicited, like she started, I've been getting other people to take it. And I just asked like what their effects are. And she said something similar uh, without hearing what the effects were for me. But what the reason I bring it up is one of the effects I've had is a physical sensation that's like kind of a buzzing in my nose and my lips and like the tip of my tongue and the front of my teeth that is actually very similar to the feeling when I start tripping. Um, and I, I told someone about something, and he's like that guy who does martial arts, and he goes, oh, that's your chi, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, that's your chi. Your chi is the thing that like, goes around your body from your front to your back, and that's where they line up. And if you, like that's why in certain meditations, maybe you touch your tongue to the roof of your, your mouth and where your teeth connect. And I've actually been doing that as a part of my meditation not knowing anything about it, just kind of that some people breathe that way for part of it, and I've been, like, checking it out because it keeps me focused, and, like, uh, and so I haven't learned much about it yet, but it shows me that all this shit that, like, is somewhat maybe spiritual or whatever is observable even if you don't believe in it, right? So that means that it has more truth to me because I didn't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what a chi is a, there's not a word that people use from the Middle East, but like, I'm feeling sensations in this place that would be activated based on the things that I've been doing lately. So like, huh, I guess the Chima must be a real thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would imagine it has to be something real or some type of attainable state that, you know, people call different things throughout the world, but there's gotta be something there for sure. And it could be different for you to me, your Ben, but, yeah, and I definitely, that's something I definitely need to get to at this point, because I'm going crazy, and it could definitely help you with the perils of modern life and all that other bullshit. So, so earlier, uh, so moving on to the next question, everyone good with that? Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, the next question is, what is something good that you did this month? Um, for me, earlier I was talking about the habit, or about uh, not being mad at yourself for being lazy. Um, I picked that up from a book I read called Atomic Habits. And um, I've been reading a few books on habits. One was a year ago, and it was called um, uh, uh, The Power of Habits. And it was a really good book, well written, good anecdotes, really about like like, sociological habit forming, habit forming as companies, groups, individuals, and I loved it, but it didn't really tell you how to form a habit for yourself. So I read this other book called Atomic Habits that was written by a different guy, but he took a lot of things from that first book and translated them into a short um, book that really was direct. And I did not like him as much, or the book, but I took a lot out of it. And I started my first habit, uh, my first habit intentionally, right? Obviously I have other habits. But, um, and so for the last, I don't know, 20 days or something, every day, I have done 100 jump ropes, 10 push push-ups, and five to 20 minutes of meditation um, and it's been really cool. I've I've really enjoyed having a habit. And uh, one of the things they talked about was like just make it really fucking easy. Like e- like even less than that. You know, do two minutes of whatever the habit is you sure. want to form. Um, and uh, although I I don't think I could do this if I had babies crying and and uh, and diapers to change and all that. So I figure I might as well start now, now because uh because I need to develop some kind of good fucking habits, right?
2: Yeah Journey of a thousand miles yeah. Starts with the first step Right Whatever right.
0: uh, Yeah They talk about even like Just like You know If you want to like Start running Put on your shoes And like Walk around the block Every day You know Just do it Every
2: single day And you will um, sure. and, and it's pretty easy To build just on make it part of your routine Yeah And I don't really Have many
0: routines That are really that consistent Because I don't um, Have a job like that You know Right um, So mm-hmm. It's hard for me To have To make them but it was, it was something that it's really simple. Um, I, but I didn't even know how to jump rope
3: a month ago. Literally, did not know how. No. What
2: do you just jump over a rope? It's like what's what's what's? It's not there's not much to it. I couldn't do it, dude. Like as a kid, You'd do I, the, the double <laughs> like, no, I, mean, I, I was like, I would pantomime it for me you, but you can't
0: see me. Like I was like, it was like someone falling a bunch of
2: times. <laughs> it's a good workout. I, I well, mean, like, I
1: would say the goal is... The goal would be to uh, be able to skip it twice in one jump.
2: The double bounce?
1: Yeah.
2: I think that's easier than jumping just once, at least in, when I do that
1: one. No, that's when you get in the groove. That's like rocky.
2: Yeah, right. Do the one I foot. Do, I do the double bounce. Do the one, do the one foot, alternate feet.
1: No, that's funny you say that to because even like this month, um, probably the best thing I did for myself was to buy myself a... Um, a whole foods vitamin supplement. So that's like the first step for me. I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's like, some, you know how like with vitamins, sometimes they say like, oh, you don't absorb it or it's like garbage or you know, what's the point. Um, but I bought like this vitamin that's all plant-based and they go out of their way to like make sure their vitamins are coming from you know all natural stuff or whatever, who knows. Um, but so that's kind of like my first step is like bought this vitamin.
0: It's like all Whole Foods stuff, so I'm going to take it Dude, you want
1: to take some supplements? I'll get you on some mushroom pills, dude. No, the- no, I'm not. Well, actually, you know, the funny thing is I, I had a uh, uh, mushroom-based breakfast bar the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like, how do they say it? It's like, is it reishi or? Yeah, reishi. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah it's a reishi mushroom-based. Uh, it's not a protein bar. It's just like a breakfast bar. So obviously there's some protein in it, but um, it's more just kind of like you know something like a snack in the morning as opposed to a meal. But it was actually pretty good. Granted, it was you know a dark chocolate Rishi bar, <laughs> so you know I mean you can you can taste some of, like the grittiness and the earthiness of it. Um, but it's supposed to have like some better. It it doesn't have. Is it? I, know what I was gonna say. Um, I know. Does it have? like some gut benefit to it um the like what was they saying i they it's some immune no yeah you're immunoregulatory
0: yeah so yeah, there's yeah there you go there is evidence that fungus essentially is the one of the major immunoregulators for individuals as well as ecosystems um hmm. so yeah um uh, I I obviously have a lot of out the mushrooms, uh, but I really? think I think that uh, yeah, but I, I do think that they're worth taking as supplements. And I, I I took no supplements until I got pancreatitis, and then I I've done my research on what I think is well documented um, supplements that, that seem to really help people. And so what I take is. Turmeric, which is, like, the most, most well-documented
2: supplement. Um, uh, 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 like the spice? Uh,
0: say what?
2: Like the seasoning?
0: Yeah, the seasoning, yeah. Turmeric, uh, I take the there's pills of it, and they mix it with black pepper, and, and it has a lot of anti-inflammatory benefits, as well as a memory and brain, all kinds of shit. <laughs> um, really? And, but um, it, that's one of the most well-documented and the reason they can document it is because in so many people's diets, right? Yeah. Um, so they can do these fast epidemiological studies of people who just like eat it all the time. And I'm not going to incorporate it into my food that much, not because I don't like it, just because it's not like what we eat, um, but uh, so I take that and then glucosamine because I have my joints, I want my joints to keep working because I'm like bicycling a lot. That one's moderately documented, pretty good, but there is some mixed evidence on it. And then, um, uh there's a lot of different mushrooms that have documented benefits, but the two with the best documented benefits are um La for your brain and turkey tail, which goes around and uh, acts to highlight cancerous and precancerous cells in your system so
1: your immune system can go take care of business on its own. Crazy. Um, yeah. Send me those and, articles. And rishi is
0: actually very highly um documented as well. Um it was considered so reishi mushrooms dude Back in some era of China, they, they were only for the fucking emperor, and they're called, like, the eternal cool. Light Mushroom. And if you ate a cheap Mushroom, and you fucking, like, were the emperor, they fucking killed you. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna go buy a case of those, breakfast bars right now. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, here, no, this may sound like a stupid question, but, um if I were to take CBD oil does that still come up on a drug test if I get drug tested? So, see, that's not a stupid question at all. Um, yeah, I, I had no idea. CBD oil
0: does not should not come up on a drug test because it's checking for metabolites that Th- come from Th- THC. Yeah. Um, that being said, there has been some CBD oil that's been mm-hmm. found to have THC in it. <laughs> but I think that that's probably in states that are legal, and because most CBD these days is being derived from habit. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? So I started experimenting with CBD just recently, like literally like a few weeks ago. So. Sure. Um, and uh, I find that it has an effect on me that is similar to meditation. Like these <clears> topic <throat> have a certain kind of spaciousness that happens. And I get a physical sensation in like my frontal lobe of my, my head um, mm. that is this like spacious feeling. And if I hit, I just got the CBD pen from a buddy there. and if mm. I hit it a bunch of times,
1: I like, that's how I feel. I feel the spaciousness. It's real cool. Well, because they were saying like with CBD, it's kind of like some of those similar things where were, you know, um, very good with the anti-inflammatory stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, loosening the joints a little bit of some type of mental stimulation plus like some immune regulatory, like I just, like, as far as like some type of wonder, like as opposed to a mental, or uh, sorry, as opposed to like a multivitamin, maybe just, you know, a couple CBD tablets or something yeah, uh, in so the okay, morning. Multi,
0: multivitamins have no documented benefit. And not only sure. that, some documented harm. High dose of vitamin C Correlate to certain types of cancerous growth, you <laughs> know. Like, um, oh yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't like multivitamins. But, like, again, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. You know? Um. So, just Doctor Oz. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I'm,
1: I'm better
2: than Doctor Oz. <laughs> but, yeah. It's a low, low, <laughs> low threshold. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I, I know that. I, I mean, I know that I have a vitamin deficient diet for sure oh I think vitamin like e. D though. that's the one vitamin <clears throat> that I think is vitamin D because the
0: doctor told me to and because it's low in a lot of people yeah do you know that when I D? broke my
2: collarbone Is Dan? Dan.
0: Yep.
2: Dan D
1: for Dan gotcha yeah. the, uh, when I broke my collarbone the doctor basically prescribed me vitamin D because he said it was like perfect for bro- for bone health I was, I was like real I was like it was so interesting to go to the doctor and Get a prescription for vitamins. Oh, he know?
0: actually literally prescribed it.
1: Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, this, you know, here you go. Like, you go and get. You know, you need to take 1,200 milligrams of vitamin D a day." I was like, "Really?" And then like, "Yeah, this is what you need to do." I'm like, "Wow, this is like mind blowing because <laughs> I used to go to the doctor and get a prescription for something else, and now you're telling me to go take vitamins." But I mean, some
2: you know,
1: oxy. <laughs> yeah, the good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting to see that, but it's just like. And that's what's kind of happening across, like, I mean, I just feel like everywhere there's just so much information and so much stuff, like, on the forefront of, like, oh, we should try this. Or, you know, people are just so more, for the most part, at least some of the people that we count on to make those decisions or do the the learning, you know, they have a plethora of, like, better information to, like, help guide them along the way. No, I think the people who are
0: in charge of making the decisions are overwhelmed as we are about the information. I talked to my doctor about shit that, again, like, is, like, I've read this from legit sources. They have no idea, and some of it is pretty mainstream. Um, uh, uh, not like the mushroom stuff. I don't expect them to know that. But, like, well, the turkey tail thing, I mean, that's, that's something that oncologists are using now, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, the, um. Yeah, I think the overwhelming of information is, is, is a really concern. I'm trying to restrict the amount of information I take in at this point because it, it, it causes me um, like un, uh, unnecessary um, energy to expend essentially and like anxiety and stuff. Uh, yeah, I agree with, I, I agree with that too. Uh, <clears throat> as far as vitamin D goes, there is a lot of people who are saying that everyone is deficient in that vitamin D. Like if, most people are so that is a good thing to take yeah get in my milk <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. so mine's going to kind of dovetail off both of those two which is kind of funny that we are talking about like physical improvements I guess or whatever so not to say that I'm on a diet but um, and this was you know we've we been doing Blue Apron which should sponsor me because I'm probably the most loyal customer in America for like <laughs> four years at this point point. And so it started and they're delicious
0: I've had them they're really great
2: it's really good
1: food um even Target's selling meal kits now at this point
2: you can go to the lungs and they have them right out right in the front the first thing you see when you walk in is they have like four or five of them you just grab it and that's a whole meal it's in a box um it's such a industry now it's crazy we're lazy millennials probably or something we're killing the grocery store. <laughs> we're killing the grocery stores um but so I've been doing it for forever and um They changed, so their menu, they came out, I don't know, a month or six weeks ago or something with a Weight Watchers option. Um, So they're all, you know, they have the point basis that Weight Watchers has that we're not using Weight Watchers. So the points don't really mean anything, but it's it's fresher. I think the portions are smaller, I kind of realized the other day. Because some of the portions, like a pasta, like it's like enough for like five people to eat pasta. Like it's supposed to two servings, but... So, switch to that. Um, So, all the meals we've been doing have been for a dinner, like less than 500 calories. Oh, wow. And then I've been doing, um, I had a bad stretch of fast food for lunch for like a while. Ooh,
1: really?
2: It was was pretty pretty bad. I was going to, I was going to, I didn't know you were going on that right? Arby's, BK, McDonald's, Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I was probably having, like, 2,500 calorie lunches, like, on the routine. And I was like, it's just so easy and so cheap. And it's like, and I was like, all right, I got it.
1: Arby's, though? Like, that's, I mean, yeah, I I get it. I I know where you're at if you're at Arby's. And so
2: I don't want to sit in these restaurants because it's kind of depressing. So I sit in my car in the mall parking lot and eat Taco Bell by myself. (laughs) It's it's pretty like I was like, I I I, I I have officially bottomed out. Um, Holy
1: shit! Man. <laughs> so Holy fuck. I did every. You get in your car because you're too ashamed to go into the actual place and order it. That is correct. Oh my gosh. Damn dude, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had
2: no idea. <laughs> so totally I have perfect. made the switch and I've been doing just a salad for lunch. So when I do like a salad for lunch, it's like 400 calories, and there's like for some you know some days, you know I'm around you know less than you know a thousand calories or so, and so it's and I definitely feel you know, hungry some days. And I was like, so this is kind of the first step in trying to, I gotta do something about weight management. Not that I'm out of control, but it's just like, I gotta, I can't get bigger. It's, be bad. So, I've been thinking about it more. I do know that this starts and stops with this, but I think I'm on a pretty good plan, I think. Because I, you know, my favorite salad is the Greek salad and there's a couple places right by me that have happens so they're kind of slightly different, but similar enough that, you know, I can house one pretty good. So it's, that's my, uh, goal for the, uh, Near term is to do the uh, healthy dinners most nights and then the uh, salad for lunch and don't get a bunch of chili cheese burritos. Damn, I love
1: the hey, chili so cheese burritos.
0: They're so day- good. 90-
1: <laughs> I chili
0: knew. cheese burritos are really good. <laughs> I right um, we came out with our daytime, uh, our, our new daytime 98 calories, 3 carbs, 4% alcohol.
2: Dude, I wanna get Your dad down. was selling it the other day But then he's like Yeah, but I can't But I gotta stick with the founders Because like, I like, like, like the founders too much <laughs>
3: Fuck
2: him <laughs> I thought it was so Dude, funny He yeah. the
0: daytime And then he goes And
1: then he puts it back And finds the founders You can give me If you can give me that hot water, I would drink it like all day long. I love that hot water stuff. Oh, you tried it? Oh, dude, that honestly, like, because you know, everyone drinks that sparkling uh, water bullshit out here, but it's never taken for me. Taken for? And but when I had that hot water, I was like, this is exactly what I've been looking for.
2: For Where's it available? Five years. Where's it available?
0: it's for sale in Minneapolis. I can look up where you can buy it. Yeah, if you could. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. if you
1: have a second, just tell me because I will definitely drive out of my way to like buy that stuff. Just I mean, yeah. I messed sure today, but I should have re reinstall
0: it. But like, it just launched here a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. honestly, industry people are so into it because of what we're talking about. They're all like, I sure. can't keep drinking and getting fat, and like. I just want something that doesn't disappoint me, potentially. Yeah. And like, let's say you're going out, your friends are gonna have six beers, you wanna have three. You don't miss a beat with these. You just, it just, sure. like, oh, that's good, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's
1: pretty, it's pretty neat. I've been, I've been hustling them and, and really getting people into them. Um, yeah. Well, you just like, for me, like, I don't drink every day, but like mm-hmm. when the days I'm not drinking, like, there, I want, I want something. Enjoy, like I, I don't all drink water, no problem. But like I want to drink something that just slightly different than album problem when gone. Like that hot water was like exactly what I've been looking for. Like it was. <laughs> it. There will be nothing after that hot
0: water. <laughs> Dude, it was really um, hard to get right. The first batch tasted like bile. It was horrible. <laughs> 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 like, so, it's good to know that it like worked because and that it was not easy to get there. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, ben, I'll jump
1: on what you were saying just for a, a quick second. So um, I, I've also noticed too, like I can no longer, like I think I'm at that age now where I can no longer um, like just eat any garbage that I want and drink beers I can possibly stomach and like maintain the same weight because now uh, I think it's starting to catch up with me. But it was funny. So um, the last couple of weeks I've been training in a new uh, independent business partner. partner. It's a gentleman who, um, also funny, from in North Dakota State, or how do you say it, um, he decided to get into the bread business because he just had some extra money, his grandma died and a friend of his is kind of doing it, sort of, right now, um, but so, over the last two weeks, I've been working with this guy, Sean, and Rob's teaching the business. And in the mornings, we like load our truck next to another younger, younger gentleman. So both of these kids are like 22. I, I have to myself because when I was 22, like, I'm this, the next bed. Like, how much beer are we going to have lined up? Like, you know, what, you know, how much trouble are we going to get into? And these kids are 22 and they're talking about, um are in ketosis, um, they're fasting. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to trim body fat, and they need to have abs for the stuff, <laughs> um, oh oh and I'm, I'm so out of the loop. I don't know if that's kind of like the norm now, like, for, for I'm talking you always know, obviously yeah. they're always going to be, like, the kids who are like a, like, give me that weed pipe and all that, you know, I'm going full throttle, but it was just weird to see, like, I mean, the guy, like, we're doing, like, a, some semi-physical job and he's wearing, like, brand new, like, sport shoe, sneakers that are, like, super expensive. <laughs> like, dude, you just don't even bring those. They're just gonna get all scuffed up, but it's just hilarious. It's to get a kind of a glimpse of, like, the younger kids now, and he's all, like, he's fasting for 16 hours a day, and he's already super jacked. I mean, legit, like, super jack. And he's like, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get, cut a little bit of body fat so I can, like, have <laughs> like Man, I don't think I've ever had abs in my entire life, and this is like your big you know. But it was just interesting. But I mean, they're also they're smart, they're intelligent. and they've done their homework. And they understand like the dietary part of it. But it was just interesting to see them also too, like so focused on something at that age, because I definitely wasn't.
2: I mean, I legit probably weigh like a hundred pounds more than I did in high school. I Right now I weigh I, less. I weigh less, yeah. I weigh
0: less. <clears throat> so I get 190 pounds today, actually. Like, that's my lowest weight ever. Jesus age. Christ. Uh, I, I was trying to figure out how I knew that I weighed over 180 pounds in fifth grade. And I realized that when someone told a story about being black-striped in football. Yep. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, like, I carry the ball. And I had a super striped
2: in my helmet. And I felt fat. Yeah. <laughs> they literally oh, are fat wow. They're literally fat-shaming children. Yeah. oh I forgot about that oh I must have blocked it out yeah <laughs> uh,
0: I didn't think about that though about the blue apron that you like that it actually has a calorie count because like they send I you the they
2: send, they send you the uh, uh, the whole the whole chart like you get a box of food with every meal yeah that's cool cause
1: the wait, nutrition factor no sure. you know I'm Oh, no idea. Yeah, I, mean, I but, go to I, their right, Honestly, I think it's
0: good that restaurants have to look
2: at now. No, absolutely.
0: I want to know, you know?
2: <laughs> so, I got, so, I have, there's a Panera pretty close to where it works so I go there probably most days I'm trying to be conscious because they they're they pretty obvious with all their stuff. So, I mean, sure. I just order online and then I pick up so like the salad I get is like, I think it's like with the dress. So, I don't, they, had, you know, they gave me the bread but I don't know, we're probably not included in it, mm-hmm. you know, but probably don't even eat, eat the bread but it's you know it's around like 420 or something calories for just like a you know it's a filling salad it's just you know it's I don't I'm not hungry. You add the chicken in there.
0: Um,
2: you can add protein. I usually just get oh, okay. it um, okay. It's mostly just the dressing. I'm sure is all the. Sure. But it's yeah, and there's a lot of lot of feta cheese is probably a lot of the calories too. But just cut the dressing. Are you, you
1: putting dressing? Cut the dressing. How no, are you going to you know. eat a salad without dressing?
2: Yeah, you're just raw dog and salad. Oh, that sounds it, terrible. It's not that bad.
1: He does some. Why does he use a vinegar-based dressing? Yeah, he does a vinegar. Yeah, he he vinegar, don't, yeah. Don't, yeah the, all the cream-based dressings are fucking your shit up anyway. You should yeah. cut that out yeah. right. No, away. that's yeah. If so you're not under,
2: if a, you're a Greek right. one. So I usually do Greek or Italian. Usually is my dressing choice. Oh, yeah, which is well, Italian's yeah. not bad. I
1: mean, there's good fats in the Italian
2: for sure. But so that's yeah. That's yeah. But, but you know the, the the you know the full we call it a signature menu. Just the normal menu for Blue Apron. I mean. If it's a beef dish, it's probably usually around 900 calories, and the chicken ones are probably in the mid to upper 700s, and the vegetarians are in the 600s. So that, like – even if you just do that, it's still not you know, outrageous. If you have a you know, somewhat healthy lunch, you're still probably under 2,000 calories, but um, this, this other – like the, they're probably all in the 400. I think we had one the other day it was like 500 was like the max, but um, I think the, the main thing is the portion size, which I didn't think about until we were, I did one last night. I finished it all because usually it was a a, uh, like a fried rice take on with using uh, frika, which is like another grain instead of rice I think it's maybe a little more healthier because I don't think rice is that healthy really Um, it's just carbs or whatever Um, but I finished it and I was like I feel like whenever it was like a rice based dish or a pasta based dish I mean it's like you're eating for so you're full and you look down and it's like you hardly even eat anything out of the dish or whatever you know so it's like I think that was kind of the which with all diets I feel like we've done we've kind of gone on back and forth on a couple of diets as, you know make a couple or whatever for support or whatever but um, I think the portion control is by far the biggest less fat you know olive oil butter and then um, salt and then um, portion size I think are kind of the you know less butter <clears throat> less salt and then portion size I think kind of three things that are pretty easy to accomplish if you just think about it at all uh, you can end up with a pretty healthy meal.
0: Oh, well, the ev- it's the evil bread, man. You got to cut out that bread. Yeah, carbs. <laughs> I just love
2: sandwiches. I just love sandwiches so much.
0: You know what I've been doing instead of sandwiches? I've I've been I've been uh, I've been ro- doing meat, cheese, pickle rolls. So I just roll off meat, <laughs> that jelly, sounds, cheese. and around a pickle.
2: That sounds really good. That sounds really good. It's
0: awesome. I developed it as like a while I'm mowing the lawn type of thing. And what here. the fuck? But recently, like, I just...
2: am <laughs> so hot thing. and sweaty from the yard, I don't need to eat cheese and pickle. It's kind of wild. You have to mow the wild. Lawn and eat a pickle
1: sandwich at
0: the same time. Well, if I you do, doing a... and I'm outside doing work and I don't want to, like, sit down, it's easy to just open the fridge, roll it up, put it on a little plate,
2: shove it in my mouth. And <laughs> now... I, I'm what do you need the plate or or to just roll it up I don't understand when the plate comes into it You put I'm it on dripping. something to roll
1: it it's dripping Yeah <laughs> So I can set it down Cause it'll unroll Yeah Ben I'm gonna just tie it And I'm sure you know this already You can tie it to the haven't, But you can make it out there And start
2: exercising No I know We have a Tread we, we, we Well We have a treadmill That I've Been using a little bit But now that I got nice out I'm gonna start running again the problem is it's just it's so cold in the winter, it's just tough to... I mean, going down and walking in the treadmill just isn't that fun, I guess. Um, but I... I, I yeah, but
0: you got to find something fun. It's yeah. like, and jumping rope for me is, like, really fun. Even though that's not, like, a big exercise, I like it because it, it requires concentration. That's the same reason I've really been enjoying mountain biking. Because if, if like, when I'm like, if I'm, like, jogging or just, like, on a treadmill or, like, Anything that's, like, kind of boring, I get fucking bored. But if yeah. I'm, like, going real fast, and if I fuck up,
2: I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. Then I get that. <laughs> you know, it's fun. Talking about, you know, talked about your routine with you're doing 100 of this, 10 of this, whatever that. So I was doing something for a little bit. Um, I, call, I, I don't know. It's like I, It was, like, a weight-free, like, daily exercise routine or whatever. So it was, like, you know, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, a plank for a minute, you know, yeah. do, like... I don't know, jumping jacks or something, then you kind of do it. So it takes, you know, to do like a, I think it's like interval training kind of, but without weights or, you know, yeah. so you kind of do it. So the whole, you know, set takes, you know, whatever, five minutes or whatever, but then you do it, you know, six times, or whatever so it takes, like a half hour or so. Like, you know, the thing is, you know, just, and then, you know, it goes, pretty, you're changing it up, you're kind of doing something different, you know, it's not that time consuming. And then the thing I, you know, I was like, oh, I should go to the gym, but like, I have to get up and go, you know, like you talked about putting your shoes on, kind of thing or whatever. It's like leaving the house to go somewhere to work out just just doesn't. I'm just never. I'm just never gonna do that. I I, I acknowledge that. Yeah,
0: I'm the same way. I don't think I'll ever go to a gym, but I think that's fine. Like going to a gym is 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 not for everyone, right? But Mm. like instead of what you should try, instead of doing the six times, just do it one time at the same time every day and commit to doing it every single day. And you feel so good that you do this thing that's been like traditionally hard for you, that like, you look forward to it. I look forward to it in the morning, getting up and doing something, which has made it easier for me to get out of bed. And also, um, the other thing is that it's like, I end up doing a lot of times, so 300 jump ropes and 30 pushups. And right. you know, you do more, but my baseline in my head is something that literally takes me no longer than 20 minutes, You know, 15 even if I'm really in a hurry. Although I'm talking all about it, and I, I gotta be honest, it's, you know, about being honest with your friends or whatever, today is the first day that I haven't done it. In those 20 days, Jesus I woke Christ. up day and I, like ran Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ,
2: you have 17 minutes, you have 17 minutes to get it done today. Yeah,
1: yeah. shit, alright, I'm grabbing my really? drink for <laughs> for you right now,
0: if you want to get out there and do it. Alright, I'm grabbing my, I'll do the punch ups first, because that's right
1: here, all right. I did the meditation, so I I did do that. No, I mean, like, as you get a little bit older, you're almost forced to really try to go down that path. Because, you know, essentially, as you get older, it's all about, like, mobility and well-being. And if you're not, like, actively trying to, like, do stuff that like causes your body, like, good stress... Like you'll get to a point where you're like 80 or or not 80 but like 60, 65, and you know, you struggle to walk a mile, or you know, you won't be as mobile. Like that's what it's all about. I mean, at least what it's like, you could be 85, but that's great if you're confined to a wheelchair. I mean, what's the point? But if you're 85 and you can get up and like make yourself coffee and make yourself breakfast and you know maybe walk around the block a couple times, like that's that's living, you know for sure. So, like now it's almost you gotta kind of set those things in stone I've almost I've noticed too it's weird but like for me like I love pizza so much I've just eaten so much pizza all day long but um like now if I like eat pizza I'll wake up the next day and like I can feel like my hands are a little like stiff and like I feel it was weird like the other day like we went to Casetas, and I just went to town I, I like I had like two pieces of pizza, like, helped the kids, like, finish out their mozzarella and garlic bread. Came home, I had a couple beers, and I woke up the next day, I was, like, so hungover. I'm, like, this is so weird. I'm not, I know, I only had two beers. Like,
2: I'm not hungover. Like, I'm hungover from, like, all the food I had. No, I was just, that, that, was,
1: that I, was weird.
2: I had something similar a few weeks <clears throat> back that I got McDonald's for lunch, and I kind of, I kind of went after it a little bit. I was kind of hungry. And so I got back to my desk here at work and I was sitting there, I was like, I feel like I was like drunk. It was you know, I was just like, like I just felt like off. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I just had you know, probably had, you know, weight you know, like a week's worth of like saturated fat sure. or whatever in one meal. Yeah. I was like it was just like okay, is this saying, you know, you're talking about literally you're talking about you know listening to your body or whatever, and it's like, yeah, it's saying like don't fucking do this, like, you know, routinely like, <laughs> yeah. you idiot. You know <laughs> no. longer. It's yeah, like, all right, done. I gotta I
1: I, Yeah, it was hilarious. I woke up with, like What the fuck is going on? Like, this is so weird. I didn't, I I literally had two beers, which was like no big deal. And and the only thing that really was like off was the fact that I like just gorged at that fucking place. Ate a whole pizza. I hadn't eaten like (laughs) much of it. I hadn't really had anything to eat that day. And I just like went to town. And I was like, oh my god, it's like. And, my body, and, and that's like,
3: I could get like the ketosis and like the low carb diet, all that stuff. I mean, all it was was like cheese and carbs, basically. Yep. You know, so the next day, I'm like, my body, it's like, my knees are achy, and my hands hurt, they're stiff, I feel like shit. It's like,
1: wow, this is great. I mean, it's all, I mean, I don't know if like my body was always telling me that because like I'm now like this in a spot where I can like realize it, or like if it's just like you're getting older and like, this is like no, what happens it's now.
2: Definitely more pronounced as you get older. I can I, okay. I I will attest to that. I mean I used to you okay, know sure. you know, you know, high school and college, I mean you could I could literally you know, it's much more physically active just based on the activities that we're involved yeah. in. But I mean I could eat anything or drink anything or do anything and I would never just be hundred <laughs> percent the next day. I don't I don't feel anything. <laughs>
1: No, I he's good. He can, he can rejoin the podcast though. We'll let him back in. 70. Anyone can just spout numbers. We gotta get the live feed out there and see if you're actually doing it. 80. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm actually thinking about joining there's a Jewish community center here in St. Paul. Not where we're at. Yep to get a join in that place. They have, uh, for me, I, I love the... A uh, hundred! Attaboy. Oh, okay, great place. Good job.
2: <laughs> Welcome thank
1: back. You. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Uh,
0: yeah, Jewish community, we said it uh, Maria's, her Kate is a part of a Jewish
1: community that she lives in, and it's going very well for her. Yeah, I'm thinking Sorry, about that, it. <laughs> They have a good. They have a good place down here. It's not too far from where map because um, they used to have. There was um, the first YMCA I ever built in Minnesota. I think it was built like 1953. Was built like two blocks away from our house. It was the coolest place. You walk in there, nobody there at all. Do whatever you wanted to do. You go into the men's locker room. They had an old TV and a couple of leather couches you could hang out in a steam room in a sauna <laughs> no no it definitely wasn't that kind of deal uh, it was awful guys um and you just you can go to the steam room like a legit like old fashioned steam room that you find like in New York City or something you could go sit in there or the sauna or whatever and then you know just leave and it was two blocks away from my house then they decided to remodel it so they demolished the whole thing and built a brand new one I went back and ever since they reopened, it has been a fucking zoo. People have just come out of the goddamn woodwork to come to this new YMCA and there's no steam room. The sauna is not in the men's locker room anymore. You gotta do the walk of shame with your fat belly hanging out across the community pool to the other side of the building to sit in this little tiny co-ed sauna. I mean, it's just kind of depressing, but and any machine or anything you want to do, like there's high school kids or like just people who shouldn't be working out at all, just goofing around and just like, God damn it. So I, it's really made it hard for me to go work out because I used to be a member and now like my favorite place is like no longer like a table. Like I just can't go there without like having rage for humanity essentially at this point. So I've been kind of like adrift, especially with having kids on top of it. but. The Jewish Community Center seems to be the place for me. I think you'll fit in great. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know what I meant by that. Pa- pa- Planet Fitness is also a good deal. Oh.
2: Passover in two weeks, so you got to re- remember that.
1: Oh, okay, maybe yeah, maybe they'll have some specials going on for sure.
2: It's a matzo ball soup, which is delicious.
1: Matzah to Yeah, I guess. I, guess um, I mean, like, I mean, she's very much following like the uh, Judeo, like I don't know, like values or traditions. Or I mean, how it seems not strike me, it's not like religious. I guess when my wife. Yeah. She's not. Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but I, I know Jude. Judaism is not necessarily, like, a religion. It can also be, like, a social construct, too.
2: I mean, so we, you know, the extent of our real religiosity is we go to church on Christmas Eve when we were in Minneapolis for Christmas, which is every other year, my mom. Sure. Um, And then, well, I guess my my family, but because of my mom, I guess. Um, And then we uh, have a Passover Seder at a friend's house. And then we light Hanukkah candles at our house during Hanukkah. That's about that's that's it. Okay. I mean, so that's that's I mean that that's, that is
1: it. Well, well, and I guess at this point, like those are the only times I really see you. Yeah. So right. I, like when I am seeing you, you like you're doing those things. <laughs>
2: I guess. I mean, it is you know, it's mostly okay. the the traditions, not necessarily the religiousness behind it. I guess. Sure, I get
1: that. I understand.
2: You know, it's just basically you know, you know, so. Our friend is, you know, twice, well, technically not Jewish because it's her father, but half, I guess. So then, I you don't know, wife's friend is Jewish, so we, we kind of, you know, we always, we're having, ch- for basically any holiday, one of us is hosting somebody,
3: right?
2: So we kind of get to the, you know, it's kind of like, had to get some kind of standard, and so kind of, we figured out a couple years ago, is that, you know, she hosts Passover, then we host Easter. So this year it's going to be, they're going to have us over for dinner on Friday, and then they're come over here for brunch on Sunday. Kind of thing, you know, that's, that's, you know, it's basically just getting together with family and friends and having a good meal. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where we're at in our spirituality or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That's really cool. Thank you so much for listening to the debut episode of Four Feckless Friends. Please remember to subscribe, review, and rate our podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you next month.